Hi, beautiful people. So as promised, I am recording a separate episode for you regarding the Jupiter conjunction um, with Saturn that we are having on the 21st of December. So from the 17th of December to about really towards the end of the month, um, there will be some major things happening that are going to significantly impact us uh, on many different levels, many, many, many different levels. And I felt that a separate episode was needed because there is just so much that needs to be said about it. And the only way to really understand the dynamics is to paint a picture for you of what we've already encountered with when these particular planets are conjunct, which majority of 2020 have been because of the things that have occurred um, following the conjunction between these particular planets. And when I speak conjunction, that just means connection in close vicinity of each other. So very closely connected. What I will say before I get into the a picture that I want to paint to you guys and a further explanation about the conjunction is that this particular alignment makes it very difficult and it, it will make it even more so difficult for you to pretend that things are one way opposed to them being another. It's going to make it very difficult for you to ignore the things that are not working, the areas of your life that you have neglected, it's going to make it very difficult for you to turn a blind eye in areas in which you have done previously or currently. The things that keep you up at night, the things that have allowed you to put on this face of everything's fine, everything's great. I'm not bothered. I'm unbothered. I'm moving forward. Despite the chaos around me, I'm still moving forward. I'm good. This particular alignment is going to make it very difficult as it has made it difficult throughout the year. But the problem is a lot of people have gone into this mode of hiding from themselves, not necessarily from the world. But if you paint a picture of illusion to others, you begin to believe it. Because it's easier that way. This particular alignment is going to make it very difficult for you to do that. You're not going to be able to move forward immaturely, emotionally. And think that a very mature emotional connection is possible. You're not going to be able to pretend to be ambitious or to pretend to be grounded or to pretend to be awakened or aligned when you're really not. There is going to be because of this fresh wave of connection there's going to be a massive change and shift in how you think how you see things and how you allow yourself to engage going forward and one or two things can happen you can either continue to play the blind eye or be forced to accept the truth of where you have been blind 
or you can allow yourself to truly tap into the truth of what you are and who you are and where you are in your life right now. When these particular alignments kicked off in January, they were in Capricorn. And I spoke about this on the astrological overview and I'll speak a little bit more about it, but the alignments forced you to deal with practicality, fundamental things on a very grounded earthly level. And it forced you to look at the real. And now you're going to have to be forced to look at things from a different perspective, not just I, I, I. It's going to be how am I contributing in a positive way to the overall picture? Yes, it's going to give you this sense of control eventually. It'll give you this sense of power eventually, but not in the way that you think or not in the way that you're accustomed to. It is going to turn you to a different path. And the path is going to require patience. It is going to require you to be pushed outside of your comfort zone. And it's going to force you to really look at yourself inside out, top to bottom, and dissect each part of you for the greater good. For some people, that's going to be very enlightening. That's going to be very exciting, even though it is a lot to be afraid of. For others, you're going to resist it. And that couldn't be the worst thing that you could do because resisting change does not stop change from happening. What it does is put you in a very uncomfortable space that forces you into positions that you would rather not be in, which cause you to fight the inevitable. And when you're fighting against the inevitable, you're using up energy and energetic space that you really should be holding on to because you're going to need it when you get to where it is, where it is that change is pushing you to. When it comes to your relationships, when it comes to your career moves, when it comes to your livelihood, your health, mental, emotional, physical health, spiritual health. This alignment is going to trigger certain things to be in the forefront that are needing to be brought to the forefront for you to make decisions on how to move forward. Oh, it's uncomfortable. Because in areas where you're normally going to act on opportunities, you're going to have to discern those opportunities more. You're going to have to say no to opportunities that you would rather say yes to. You're going to have to tap into the truth of what those particular um, opportunities really signify. And for a lot of you, that is turning down a big amount of money. It's turning down the glorification of self. It's turning down the opportunities to be on the forefront because where you're headed is going to require you to not be in the limelight. It's going to require you not to be so focused on material gain because you're going to understand that following your heart, following your passion and connecting to your dharma is where the real wealth is. Not necessarily in the form of a paycheck because 
as you know, globally, currency is changing. But not only globally is currency changing, the way you view yourself as currency changes. The way that you've allowed yourself to prostitute your gifts, the way that you've allowed yourself to prostitute your existence for financial gain, for notoriety, is not going to suffice in this new era of your life. And you're going to have to deal with the truth of what those opportunities that you previously engaged in and the way you previously allowed your life to unfold. You're going to have to deal with the repercussions of those choices because you're going to see just how much time, patience, how much effort was wasted in areas that really didn't benefit you at all. There's a lot of people who have a lot of money and are really miserable. There are a lot of people who look like they're really successful and really aren't. They have a lot of people around them that don't respect them beyond what they can give. What you can contribute. And because the times in the era are changing, you're going to find how much of an importance you are not. Because nothing that you are attached to is soul driven. Your soul is your ultimate manifester. Your soul is your ultimate currency. How much is it worth? If you couldn't put a price tag on it, what would it equate to? What would its value equate to? And so we're going into this space where we are having to really have this real in-depth conversation with ourselves publicly because it's almost like you're being put on a front stage and everyone that's watching you are everything that's engaging with you is everything that has benefited from everything that you are. But then you'll notice that everything that is benefiting from you is taking away from everything that should. The time you've put in into other things that matter not, the relationships you've allowed yourself to be a part of just for the sake of being a part of it because you don't want to feel like you're out of the loop. The conversations that you've had that really are not of importance, but because you don't want to be out of the loop. The time that you've wasted allowing yourself to risk your health, risk your financial stability, risk your livelihood. All of those things you're having to face because you're realizing just how much time was wasted and how much you did not pour into what should have been poured into and why now you're reaping the seeds of that, which is infertile, so infertile harvest because it's been an infertile soil. If your soil will not last longer then the season it's in, then that soil 
is not potent enough to sustain the seeds that it needs to harvest. So the strength this transition is going to take, the patience that you're going to have to have, the sacrifice that you're going to have to make, Because you're going to be watching things that you know should have been gone fall away. It's painful watching that. It's painful seeing the world shift around you. And, And it's very, 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 very painful when you know that you're helpless in the process. You can't change it. There's nothing you can do. There is nothing you can do to change the outcome of what is happening. All you can do is watch it happen and be prepared to rebuild from it once it's done. And this surprisingly is going to give you a burst of optimism. It's going to make you feel renewed. It's going to make you feel like you finally have that creative spark back, but that of which you're trying to create and what you're trying to create in and what you're, you're, forcing yourself to create for you're realizing that it isn't really what you want. What you're, what you're really needing and what you're desiring is nothing that you can put your hand on. It's something that's bigger than you. You don't want to create for the sake of being a known creator. You don't want to create for the sake of being used up for your talents. You don't want to create to be lost in the hamster wheel of consumerism. You are wanting to create your sole purpose. And that's beautiful. And that's necessary. And there is so much you can do from that space. But first, you have to get there. And that is what this conjunction shipping out, shifting from Capricorn into Aquarius is going to give you massive changes, massive, massive changes and massive, massive shifts. And that's uncomfortable, but. It's necessary. And as we are preparing for 2021, God willing, we make it and we see it. We will see how all of the groundbreaking changes that occurred in 2020 in our personal life and external have shaped us to begin this new journey of transition, transformation, and transgression. We will never be the same and nothing will ever be the same. And that's the thing that everyone is trying to fight against. But you can't fight against the inevitable. You can try, but you'll lose. And by the time you realize you've lost, your time is up. There's no redos. You've wasted a lot of energy, a lot of time. And now... Your existence is done. That's not a way to live. So as we're going into this 
transit and we're shifting and we're watching our lives continue to change, it's so important to realize the grateful, beautiful parts of this. This is a sad time. And yet it's a very optimistic time because it's sad because you're, you're seeing everything that you think, you know, is gone. Everything is different. Every, every, Thing that you thought you knew about yourself, everything that you thought you knew about the world, everything that you thought you knew about those that you care the most about, everything's changing. And if you're not allowing yourself to be mutable enough to adapt to that type of change, then you're going to be left in a era that does nothing but depletes you. And leave you for vultures. It's time for change and it's time for shifts and change is never, never, ever, ever, ever comfortable when you have allowed yourself to be content where you are and you built your life on that. And let's be honest, the entire world was content, has been content with what has been. We don't have to address the truth. We don't have to deal with the truth. We don't have to face our own bigotry. We don't have to face our own inadequacies and we don't have to face our own insecurities and we don't have to face the fact that we are part of the problem and we don't have to to, to deal with that because everyone's doing it. It is what it is, right? Well, now it is what it is. It's coming up for review. And when you're standing on that page of, being forced to deal with the truth of it is not easy. But we're still here for a reason. And that reason is to deal with the real shit so that we can get through this and really be better for it. So buckle up, brace yourself, and breathe through it. It is definitely going to be a ride. So get your pens, get your paper. Um, if you're wanting to make some notes of references, I'm going to go into the conjunctions that have happened thus far through 2020 up until the one that will be happening on the 21st, 22nd of December so that you can connect and kind of understand um why this is so important, why it's so important and, and very, very necessary for you to understand. Okay. So get your pens, get your paper, get you something to drink and let's get right into it. Okay, guys. So we're going to get right into it. I want to speak about the first big event that happened of 2020. We're going to speak about Saturn. We're going to speak about Jupiter. We're going to do a lot of speaking about Pluto and the contributing factors um, to the world events, as well as how it could have affected you in a personal sense. But most importantly, just how everything connects from the beginning of January up until December 21st, 22nd, um, where we're going to have the last... Um, most potent <laughs> conjunction of 2020. So that is going to be setting the tone for 2021, 2022. Okay. So let's speak first about January 12th, 2020. This was the beginning of a new 
sedonic cycle um, between Saturn and Pluto. Now, understand this. Everything that is in astrology is based on cycles. So people like to use it as a predictive tool or way to predict what's going to happen. But with astrology, it is very, very intricate in details. And you don't necessarily, it's not used to predict anything. It is just based on cycles. It is based on patterns. It is based on understanding how astrology and astronomy and the energy of each planet and constellation works. And once you do that, which it is so people listen I've been studying astrology for a very very long time and there is never a dry moment there is never nothing you can't learn like no one has mastered (laughs) astrology and astronomy to the precise ability to say for sure that this is absolutely what's going to happen but based on the energy of every single planet in the constellations of the astronomy aspects you can get a really clear picture on what can be anticipated based on patterns and based on the energetic influence each position holds okay so That is how when I do the astrological overviews and I speak about different alignments and the different energy, it's very important for me to give the energetic understanding behind the planets because once you understand that, you can understand how it is affecting or how it could affect you in your own life. In 2021, my goal is to also add more information with how I share it to you, I study this deeply in my personal life. And everyone who's in my inner circle knows this is like, it's some, it's a very, very important thing to me. But I want to share with you guys also the different aspects of how it affects you in your own personal life, in your own personal charts through the houses. But that's something totally different. Not your house is it where you live, but your inner house and based on like, whatever. I'll go over that at a later time. I'm getting lost. I'm getting lost. Okay. So back to 2020. So January 12th, 2020, we had our very first cycle beginning between Saturn and Pluto. Now, because the outer planets move more slowly than the inner planets, the aspects and the relationships are going to indicate longer lasting results. The influential shifts are going to be more impactful on a longer scale Um, collectively. And these particular alignments affect us when it comes to the culture, comes to our current affairs, comes to technology, financial markets, natural or environmental systems, etc. So on. So on January 12th, we had Saturn and Pluto join in Capricorn to begin a new cycle. Now these two planetary Um, these are two of the most heavy hitting planets and they only join every 34 years or so. So the last time they joined, I was two and 36. Okay. 
what I did advise to you guys is that these particular 2020 was not just going to reset a decade. It was going to be working on resetting, restructuring and reconfiguring up to 37 years of our lives. When I first said that in December 2019, people were like, what? I'm not even 37 years old. How is that possible? That's not going to happen. And uh, yeah, because astrology and because spirituality, real, real spirituality, not the moo-moo stuff, the woo-woo stuff of just, you know, spell and all that. I ain't talking about none of that crap. I'm talking about real insight, intuitive study and understanding. Yeah. And look what's happening. The restructuring that's taken place, the things that have been taking place, the dismantlement that has been taking place are because of things that have been in place, systems that have been in place and governmental platforms that have been established over a 30 year time frame. So what areas did we begin to see conflict and what areas did we begin to see shifting and changing of different dynamics? Globally, we saw this in different industries. We saw this in corporations. We saw this in institutions of government and religious beliefs and religious practices. We saw this in earth and environmental matters, climate change, politicians, rules and rule enforcements, how we view government and patriarchy and System, systemic and systematic racism and bigotry and how we view tradition and infrastructure. We saw this start to play out majorly between January 2020 and March. Now, let's just give a little history, okay? For centuries, Patriarchal models of authority have ruled and ran the structure of every system from your family to the government. And yet we are beginning to see the shifts and how they have contributed to this paradigm of limitations. There's this new era that is birthing that has required for some time now, but Not until now has it begun to boil above boiling point where people are needing and the world is needing and God is saying structure balance is needed. Pluto is the planet of death, rebirth, transformation, evolution, restructuring. That is the slowest moving planet that does so much damage and restructuring in a powerful way, not necessarily damaged, but it changes in a massive way on the core level. Saturn and Pluto are very core driven planets. So their energy is deeply penetrating, meaning it really restructures. So them, those two planets connecting was absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt, significantly going to impact the world. Okay. Now, Because its influence pulls you into this deep and hidden space of yourself, both both individually and as the world, looking out in the world, it's going to ask you, it continues to ask and require you to see the truth, 
what's hidden, what's been beneath the surface, the veil, what has been this illusion. Societal speaking is the influence of Saturn and Pluto. It's going to help you. It helped you to gain more light on the hidden layers of corruptions, the injustice that people have been speaking about that we've been living throughout for years, decades, and centuries. It is putting on the forefront the greed in the communities and within the institutions that support or are is supposed to support those communities. Any abuse of power, any type of truth that is needing to be revealed when it comes to your beliefs, your traditions, what you view as importance, what you have viewed as the significance in how you maneuver through life. All of that has come up to the forefront. Now, when it comes to our economic and social developments, we began to see the top part of 2020 sweeping changes. All of a sudden, things have shifted massively. Major, major, major things are occurring when it comes to cryptocurrency, when it comes to oil, when it comes to um, our military and the use of military, and when it comes to the politicians and the political agendas and the corruption that we've known, but a lot of us had turned a blind eye to, and a lot of us didn't know at all, being revealed. So because of the market you know, fluctuations. You're understanding more about the economy. When people are saying the economy was doing good, what they're really talking about is not community. They're talking about wealth when it comes to stock market, when it comes to cryptocurrency, when it comes to the intangible things or the money that you can't even put your hands on and that many of you don't even have access to. Many of us don't have access to because that's what they consider economy and economic value. And all of those things were coming up into the forefront. So you're becoming more aware and gaining a better understanding of what these things really, really, really are and what they mean. So with that, it's understanding more so of your life in comparison to the global world and how the global world sees individual individuality, right? So these particular things will continue to manifest, will continue to be revealed. You think you've seen a lot thus far? We haven't seen anything. It will continue to be revealed. It will continue to be expanded and expunged upon throughout 2026. So inshallah, we make it there. We will see a lot of changes and a lot of shifts and a lot of things that have remarkably changed our dynamics when it is um, in comparison to the global and our individual communities. So between January 10th and January 12th, there was very, very, very important action-packed days that occurred between Saturn, Pluto, and Mercury, all in Capricorn very very close right so let's speak about jupiter pluto the jupiter pluto conjunction that happened uh months later right jupiter moved up into pluto and it formed exact conjunctions the first one on april 4th the second one was on june 30th my birthday and the third on november 12th okay this transit occurs only 13 only every 13 years and it signifies an opportunity for justice to meet power 
During this time, between April 4th, June 30th, and November 12th, we saw increasing riots. We saw increasing bucking the system. We saw increasing battles against patriarchy, governmental institutions, the way, you know, the lack of assistance. We saw a whole bunch of controversy when it came to clarity, when it came to real truth being told about our health organizations and the way that the uh, White House and the other political institutions really held back local governments. And we saw a lot of corruption being revealed, but even though we've seen a lot of this, we begin to see it in a more drastic way because of the pressure that this current pandemic is requiring everyone to show up and those who are fighting against showing up were getting more information as to why so during these times we started to see how people abuse their power we started to face consequences or started to initiate consequences being um, enforced fighting for more accountability in areas where these particular crimes and these particular injustices were committed and no type of consequences were received. We are fighting against that. Hence Breonna Taylor, hence Ahmaud Marbury, hence, you know, every other hashtag we've had throughout the history of we are fighting for fighting against and we are trying to gain more understanding and more of a justice battlefield that benefits all and not just one not those that are profiting off of the pain but those who are contributing to the peace and the healing of those who are afflicted by the pain caused by these institutions that are put in position to help heal, recover, and keep safe. Okay. So this particular, these Jupiter and Pluto is massive when it comes to the restructuring and it helps to recognize the historical context, context of the injustice that people and the philosophies that people think and how science work and physics and religion and all of these things. And with the Capricorn influence, you begin to see these shifts within the institutions because Capricorn is about fundamentals. It is about finances. It is about institutions. It is about government. It is about making sure that things make sense on a practical sense so that we can create the foundation needed to sustain. So it is more the practical. It is more of the logical. It's not a lot of emotion. It is about getting to the facts. So when you have Saturn and you have Capricorn and you have Pluto and Capricorn, all of these things, that is going to cause a lot of dismantlement on a core level when it comes to everything you think you know as structure. And so depending on where Capricorn falls in your personal birth charts, um, a lot of a lot of us were affected differently, but more impacted globally. But individually, we felt our lives being restructured. Everyone felt their life being restructured, but if you have Capricorn in a significant space in your personal birth chart, you felt it deeper, more and more potent, if that's even possible, um, because of where it is connected to you in your personal life. And that 
means that there were massive transformation happening when it came to your structure and your balance and your values and your beliefs. A lot of what you think you knew about yourself prior have have changed incredibly because of the shifts that have occurred in your life. Um, for instance, if you're a Capricorn, Taurus or Virgo, the conjunction could mean that you really experienced a lot of death and rebirth and transformation in areas that are aligning you for an ultimate of success, an ultimate of renewance, an ultimate of a resurgence of everything that you've desired for so long. It's getting you back on track to that. If you're a Cancer, Libra or Aries, um, this could have pushed you into growth, making it very uncomfortable for you. But it has allowed you to see yourself in a different light beyond what you've always been seen as, but seeing yourself as another type of power surge. And this has given you a push beyond your comfort zone, giving you the ability to look back and say, wow, look how much I've grown between 2019 and 2020. In one year, so much of your life has changed, right? So much has changed. Now in May, let's look at the shifts that occurred between the North Node entering into Gemini. So we previously had our North Node and South Node in other signs. Now you have the North Node, which is your future, your Dharma, how you're moving forward. Transitioning um, reflects the experience where you have gained the most growth, you know, what you have prioritized, how you have aimed to focus on something better where you're going future the south node in Sagittarius means that that's an area where you're trying to adjust that's where you're needing to fix that's what you're leaving behind and so there is growth that is pushing you to communicate and find ways to better communicate understanding the difference between your hobbies and work life understanding how to socialize in what transportation and local community means to you all of these things are pushing us forward beyond um strict religion and strict political uh fanaticism like we're not fantasizing about what life is we're living life and we're living our life out in our truth that is where we're headed and that is where we're trying to go the um obsession with greed and the obsession with abundance and overwhelmed and being fixed in what you think you know is true is being changed and it's a huge tug of war game and it will remain one but it, it initiated between may 6th up until uh, I'll say January 18th of 2022, we're going to be in this tug of war battle because we're shifting and things are changing and everything is becoming new. Now, we had several, several, several um, major eclipses thus far as well. So January 10th was the lunar eclipse in Cancer, which wrapped up the Cancer North Node cycle. And then June 5th, we had a lunar eclipse in Sagittarius, which will be completed by the solar eclipse in Sagittarius, December 14th, June 21st, we had a solar eclipse in Cancer, North Node in Gemini, which completed the January 10th lunar eclipse in Cancer. So July 5th, when we had the lunar eclipse in Capricorn, we're going to have a Capricorn solar eclipse. I'm believing in the top of January, 2021, but I'm not, I'll get into that a little later. It's not, I don't want to get distracted. And then November 30th, we're going to have, as of when I'm recording this, we'll have the lunar eclipse in Gemini. So 
There are many eclipses that occurred during this time frame, right? There were many, many, many um, retrogrades and just a lot of different things that have been occurring throughout this Pluto, Saturn, Jupiter conjunction. Now, on January 26th, we had Jupiter connected by this time with Saturn on March 11th. Let's think about some of the events that occurred between the Saturn and Jupiter conjunction um, throughout 2020, okay? So January 26th, 2020 is when Jupiter moved in connection to Saturn, connected in Capricorn, right? On March 11th, 2020, World Health Organization declared coronavirus a pandemic, okay? Now, this was an outbreak that was highly infectious disease. We're still dealing with it. And it's now spreading. In order for it to be considered a pandemic, it was it has to be spreaded at a rate that rapidly um, affects the entire world, right? So it, it started to spread around the world. Countries were compelled to take drastic measures to contain the spread. And in an instant compulsory, compulsory lockdown was put in place to safeguard everybody, right? Because it radically was and, and continues to affect our life daily. Businesses um, had to stop processing and, and moving forward the way that they typically would. And you have unemployment soaring. You have schools, restaurants, theaters, and gyms closing up. Um, any type of anything that, that made you have to be in close vicinities with people were basically closed down other than essential things. Now, the world economy crashed. Governments were forced to provide pro, pro, financial you know, assistance and stimulus to help save economies. Now, remember when I say economy, the economy, what they're speaking about is stocks. They're speaking about, you know, not people. They're speaking about currency. And um, it's so weird how the share markets and stock markets were growing during the time the world was collapsing. And so in, in a structure to and in a panic, governments and institutions struggling to save the economy, meaning stock markets and that type of financial currency, you're watching people suffer. And this is where I go back in the astrology overview. And I tell you in a world where you you're grabbing all your nuts and you're holding all your nuts and you're harvesting them and you're watching everyone else around you die off of hunger. It's not going to work. It's just not going to work. So throughout this year, all of the things that have happened between um, this Jupiter, right? Let's talk about let's talk about the the dynamic between Jupiter and Saturn and the peak power that it's going to be anticipated to receive on the twenty first. Prior to December 21st, it has reached a huge, huge peak between March to June because by June, they were already busy doing their thing. 
They had already been connected. Jupiter was expanding on anything Saturn was close connected to, which was anything that connected to our government, connected to our foundation, connected to our finances, connected to our structures. Okay. The great 2020 birthed the COVID-19 recession. Many call it the great depression of this, you know, generation. A major, major, major world event that was forecast and I'm not going to say predicted, but as of last year, I was speaking a lot about the changing in finance, financial institutions and the government and the breakdown of the patriarchy and the dismantling of the patriarchy. I spoke a lot about that because of the way that the planets were connected. Now you have Jupiter conjuncting close vicinity with Saturn and in the Jupiter Saturn conjunction, there is also Uranus. Uranus is the planet of unexpected events, sudden change, shocks, disruption, social unrest, rebellious behavior, protest, and civil disobedience. This is going against Jupiter and Saturn. Now, if you have Jupiter and Saturn with Uranus, it makes no, it, it doesn't take rocket science to establish and connect that it had a lot to do with the expansion of COVID pandemic and the sudden radical impact on daily life and economic activity, the uprest, I mean, the uproars and the unrest when it came to Black Lives Matter, when it came to different protests, when it came to riot, when it came to looters, when it came to the constant tug of war against or uh, the constant battle of people against the political agendas and when it came to so much being at stake at humanity right humanity is plugged into Jupiter and Saturn in the sky and then you have 2020 the trend here on earth is definitely focused on COVID containing COVID outbreaks opening up economic activity job creation unemployment income inequality poverty homelessness financial sectors, the difference between, you know, different type of levels in, in, in how you view it globally and individually and economically. It's just a lot that was happening, right? A lot that was happening throughout the conjunctions and throughout the way these planets were connecting. Now let's speak about the optimism of Jupiter, right? You have Jupiter, which is a very optimistic energy. Again, it overall is a great thing. It expands. It makes things better. It looks at the bigger picture. It delivers, right? And it's naturally inclined to go toward hopefulness and expansion, economic growth, greatness, you know, hope. It gives you hope and it raises your expectations. It, it keeps the economic part of the world going. More things are produced, your pay rate, your pay rate may increase, um, your status may increase, you're just willing to spend, you're feeling more extravagant, the prices uh, may raise also, but you're just feeling better about life. You have this burst of optimism, right? It's, it's a very fiery, um, innovative, optimistic type of an energy, and it's all about abundance, but with it connecting with Saturn, 
it's short-lived. You know, that shortage of optimism, prosperity and humanity is starved and it makes people feel a sense of scarcity when it comes to hope and it comes for change because Saturn is here to restructure. Saturn is here to bring forth discipline and show you where you're needing to be disciplined or where you've been too strict and where it's just not working. Okay. And so with Saturn being the, the father figure, the heavy, heavy masculine energy It is going to make you feel more worrisome. It has this feeling of uncertainty, contraction, lower prices, recession, sadness, sluggish, very, very feeling a lack more than more, right? And so it makes you more cautious. It makes you careful with planning. And then you have it battling against Jupiter, which is about abundance. So when Jupiter is connected with Saturn, it is going to expand on anything it is connected to meaning Jupiter is connecting to Saturn meaning it's going to expand on doubt it's going to expand the fear it's going to expand the negativity it's going to expand humanity feeling more scarcity it is going to create more of that a as a reality a lot of suffering Saturn how does Saturn affect us when it came to the world globally and death and all of that. Okay. COVID-19 is, is real. The recession is real. Depression is real. Mental health is real. Um, black lives matter. The issues that surround the injustice is real. It revealed Saturn's part in this revealed that life can suddenly change drastically and that you're needing to prepare for a prolonged downpour, not just a rainy day. You're needing to prepare for the future long-term potential shifts and changes that are going to be inevitable. 2020 became the epitome, has become the epitome of what it means to be restructured and what it means for systems to be dismantled and how that affects more than an individual or an institution. When you think about the coronavirus, you think about the lockdown measures, you think about business closures, the unemployment rate, anxiety, uh, bankruptcies, loss of confidence, loss of life. When you think about the fight against these institutions and these leaders and trying to just live and make it through to the next day. When you think about all of that heaviness, you think about the influence of that, right? You think about how did we get here? Now, let's think about the navigation between COVID and economic recovery and how and what that means for Jupiter and the Saturn conjunction, the great the great conjunction is what it's being called on December 21st. Well, with everything we've already seen and everything we've already experienced and all of the elements that we've already encountered with Jupiter, Saturn and Capricorn. Remember, Jupiter is the planet that contributes highly in a positive way to finances, commerce, abundance, plenty. Saturn is the planet of discipline, uh, dismantlement, structure, 
pandemics as a way, like anything on a core level that needs to be restructured, removed, changed, it is going to affect you economy wise. It is gearing towards the stability or lack of stability in your home life. That is what Saturn is about shifting change, making change, creating a real, real, real foundation based on the truth and structure. So the Jupiter and Saturn conjunction that is happening for the third time, fourth time this year, well, it's really going into Aquarius, but it's going to be slightly different, but it's still super, super impactful in a major way. And this tells you how it's going to affect us when it comes to globally, because the energy of it is changing from Capricorn to Aquarius. And it's going to push you, push us more globally in a way that forces us to see how we can really gain a resolve that is beyond your economic value. It is really about helping community, helping people, local people, governments taking initiative and the people being at the forefront and the people being the most, um, the priority. Um, this is going to push us forward when it comes to scientists working to find vaccines and healthcare workers trying to save lives and businesses and economic recovery and all of that. It is going to bring a better understanding. It is going to bring a bigger highlight when it comes to public health and economic problems. Realizing the political issues at hand that have contributed to the prolonged and extended detriment of this this predicament that we're in. And we're realizing that all of the mistakes that have been made have caused even more damage, but it gives you more hope and it gives you more of an idea of what is gonna be required for us to move beyond this space. Now, let's be honest and let's speak truth. Humanity is very selfish as a whole. So that's the struggle, getting people to think beyond individualism and thinking more on collectively. What does that mean? That means that just because you don't want to wear a mask because you think it's a personal infringement of your rights, understanding that it doesn't matter because it's not about you as a personal infringement of your rights. It's about collectively what is needed to make everybody safe and to get everyone out of this pandemic. That's what it's about. It's going to create a division a clear even more so clear division of who is for the people and who is for the person and whomever is for the person will not survive so december 21st that's the day the jupiter conjunction in saturn is going to be at the peak um I don't feel like it's going to bring any major events on that particular day, but it just like in January, it's going to initiate more of what's to occur after it's going to definitely significantly begin a new level of 
shifts and transits and changes. Um, I do feel that because we are in a pandemic, we'll remain in a pandemic, but it may be much clearer on the bottom lines of what's needed for us to move forward beyond it so that we can get out of it. I I feel as though it'll get us closer to coming to a commonality or it will push us further away from it because you have more people that are still bucking the system in a way that is making them incapable of compromising what they believe personally, their personal, personal beliefs, their personal desires and personal wants. I, this will signify that the 2020 COVID-19 recession or depression or whatever is going to last a very long time. It is, it it, it is. Um, You can accurately say based on the trend that COVID is the catalyst that has and will continue to reveal for at least the next year just how much work we need to do on a core level and how necessary Saturn is to reestablishing a foundation that isn't birthed about and birthed through greed and selfishness and all of that. Now, just to give you some context, Jupiter moves out of conjunction with Saturn on April 3rd, 2021. Now, so Jupiter being the planet of expansion, it could very potentially once it moves out of Saturn, it could begin, this could cause a slowing down of the pandemic, but by then it'll have done a lot of damage. We know even more damage than now. God willing, if I'm living to see it, praise God. I really hope I am. I hope all of us are. I really, really hope so. But um, once it moves out of Saturn, then it will no longer expand and cause too much more detriment but this then initiates a phase of trying to heal and recover from all of the damage of over a year and a half right think about 1981 the jupiter saturn conjunctions timed from 1981 to 82 global recession and then In the year 2000, Jupiter and Saturn conjunction crashed the, what they call dot-com bubble. And then here we are in 2020 with Jupiter and Saturn conjunction again, it's the coronavirus pandemic. And then the 2021 global recession. And then we have the next Jupiter-Saturn conjunction occurring October 1st, 2040. That is way too long for me to even think about. I ain't even going to go there. We still in the middle. We still at the beginning of this one. So I'm going to tell you that there is a lot that is happening 
with this conjunction based on the history based on what has already happened based on what's going to continue to happen this is something that signifies an immense amount of social change how we do the world how we look at the world um and how we proceed going forward now just to give you a little bit before I go into closing this out to get a sense of what the grand conjunction is going to look like just think back March 21st that's the date that Saturn dipped into Aquarius briefly right around when the peak of COVID happened the peak of the the scare the the freezing up now mind you we're in a worse predicament now than we were in March. So anticipating what could potentially be on the 21st unfolding is too much to even think about right now. But during that time, we also saw and will continue to see the restrictions, very Saturn driven restrictions because of pandemic. Air travel was completely shut down due to the virus. Meaning we can't get on the airplanes. Our breathing itself became very restricted. Now, let's think about this. What does that have to do with Saturn going to sue? So let's think about this. Aquarius is the sign of that is associated with things like air travel, intellectual property, technology, innovation, and life, community life, right? That means that expansive Jupiter playing fiddle-faddle in Aquarius while being connected to Saturn is intensifying anything that Saturn is connected to. So when you say air travel was completely shut down due to the airborne virus, that's Aquarian energy. Our breathing is affected, respiratory issues, mask, all associated with air, right? So the world has been holding its collective breath in a sense, trying to maintain but it's almost like we're waiting for the next ball to drop and when Jupiter joins back in Aquarius and Saturn it's going to intensify it all over again so another theme to be aware of is Aquarius also rules the 11th house which is why I said in 2021, I'll break down the houses and how that affects us as well. Um, When you have Aquarius that rules the 11th house, that means that it's going to affect you in areas of your friendships, life, humanity as a whole, social gatherness, togetherness. And because we see the impact of Saturn here, it is going to significantly impact social distancing more lockdown, 
more isolation. It is going to, without a, without a doubt, that is definitely going to be a theme, even more so going into the first half of 2021. And as we're moving into the Grand Conjunction, we're going to see Jupiter entering more into the fray of expanding on things that happened in March, which, as I've stated to you, technology um, that's going to keep us socially distant is going to become even more prevalent and normalized because Aquarian is all about innovation. It's all about technology. It's about creating new ways to connect while still being able to be free. So it's a sense of freedom, yet socially distancing, yet still connected. And restrictions on air travel could definitely be remaining because, again, Aquarian is air. It is it is. And we're dealing with a pandemic that is through the air. It is not just transported and transmitted through human interaction. So I can also see with this Jupiter in Saturn that uh, regarding our online life, we may see some restrictions when it comes to internet activity, um, new ways or laws that could be implemented to control what is allowed to be said or published online and new authorities um, to restrict your uh, conversations or things that you say online and we're already kind of seeing that now when you see that people are on Twitter and they say certain things and Twitter goes and blocks it says that it's it's contributing to whatever um even when your hashtags on Instagram hashtags have been disabled to avoid misinformation or a spreading of too much of something information these are all Aquarian and Saturn and Jupiter type of connecting when they come together like this this is what we are dealing with because we are restructuring life as we know it we're, we're trying to find ways and the world is changing and they're crippling and they're struggling to try to gain understanding and, and, and connection and trying to gain clarity and trying to gain understanding when it comes to establishing new ways of existing. So um, that I can see that happening. I do feel that if there is a silver lining, that it will be some restrictions on Google and maybe um, other sites that... Uh, conflict with our privacy sharing of our information etc so all of this intense jupiter aquarius um energy will dissipate somewhat a little bit keto when jupiter leaves the grand conjunction in december of 2021 so again we have another year it is at least at least But Saturn will still be restricting Aquarius until 2021. So Saturn will not let Aquarius be great until Saturn completes its dismantlement that it's needing to do what it's needing to do on a core level. And because Aquarian is a an energy of freedom, it loves to be free. It loves to be innovative. It loves to do what it does. It won't be able to freely do that until it the world as we know it is restructured on a ground level to allow the necessary things to occur 
so that Aquarian can really bloom and that type of new age of living can really be prosperous. If it allows Aquarian to be free as it likes to be right now, it will do more harm than good because there is some dismantlement, a lot of dismantlement that is needed to happen before, um, before, you know, and so that's going to be until 2023. So all in all, a time of reckoning is here. It's still waiting. We're still pending. We're still twiddling our thumbs and we will be, um, <laughs> we will be, we will be. It's like HBO, like uh, Game of Thrones. When they say winter is coming, unlike the fair weather ending, you know, winter is coming. So unlike that show, it's like things are going to get real in December. And that's going to be an intensity to what is going to be the theme for the next year. While we may have, we will definitely have some breaks of that. It's it's getting real. It's going to stay real and we can't avoid it. We really can't avoid it. We're going to see more, you know, this great conjunction is not a, it's not a once in a lifetime things. It happens. It may be a once in our lifetime things, but it happens. And what it is doing is allowing us to, <clears throat> that vision, that 2020 vision that everyone was speaking about, this is clearing the bell. This is creating that aspect of change and shift that we're needing. Because if we do not allow ourselves to be reprogrammed and restructured and really step into our authenticity and our truth, then we're going to be in a real, real bad space for the rest of our life. We're just going to be in a bad space. And it's called the great conjunction because This is a recipe for a massive manifestation. It is massive change happening, massive potency happening and massive, massive shifts are occurring right now. And it only happens every 20 years or so. So this time with it being an Aquarius, it is all about the future. It is all about progress, humanitarian interests, community, technology, innovation, joint things. Now, it can also be rebellious, so because it's wanting to break rules. So that is another part of it, you know, where Capricorn is emphasizing on restructuring. Aquarius is wanting its freedom within or away from whatever those structures may be. And so because the world is going through this massive rebirth and transformation, it is going to align with more of the Aquarian type of energy because we're having so many different planets that will be in Aquarius. But... We first have to get through those constellations of Capricorn. You're going to see more developments in things like crowdfunding or peer-to-peer lending and entrepreneurship and breaking traditional models of what success looks like. Business, religion, finance, government, all of those things are changing. And it is definitely going to be a new pivotal moment in our history. This is historical. And this is the best way to tap into your unique and individual ideas so that you're able to contribute to the community, building teams and coalitions that really impact the community that is for the community. It's very liberating. And during this process, you're going to, without a doubt, be questioning your beliefs and be questioning your thoughts and be questioning your ideas thus far. 
it is it is definitely something that is going to require a full effort is going to require a lot of shifts and a lot of changes, but it is necessary. It is important. It is something that our world depends on, not just the world far away from you, but the world that is around you, within you, connected to you closely. We are going into a different phase. And so the the shift and the conjunction that is happening December is going to massively impact you. It is, it's so important. And I want you guys to really understand that is not going to just be away and be done because the year is over. We are in the introduction of what is to come, whether the pandemic itself ends in between April and June is one thing. But remember, it's just like a hurricane or a tornado. Once the rain stops and the winds stop, there is that next part, which is the aftermath of Starting over, picking up the pieces, restructuring, rebuilding. That is exactly what we're in. And we will be in this space for a very long time. For a very long time. And, you know, a a lot of us, God willing, will see it through. But a lot of us may not. And, you know, all we can do is our part while we're here do what we can within the the place we can so that we can be great, live our lives and really enjoy in the midst of our new normal because this is our new normal, people. It just is our new normal. Okay? So I love you guys so very much. Thank you so much for all of your love. Thank you for your support. Take this time. Understand the information given to you. Do not allow yourself to be so bogged down with fear of what is going to happen that you do not allow yourself to rebuild on an individual these elements are also here to help you rebuild for yourself understanding what's going on external will help you to place your attention where it's most impactful right now which is inside within your own self within your families within your life restructuring for a betterment for you so that your you and everything connects to you can be better and that impacts the world okay so i love you guys i love your freaking souls um by the time you guys hear this it will be um probably second week of december so you will be will be the first week of December. I'll release it the first week of December because then we'll be going on for a week detox and purge cleanse in preparation for 2021. And I'm so ready for it. I'm so, so, so ready for it. Okay. So I love you guys. I love you guys. Please stay healthy. Please stay mindful, stay prayed up and cover your hearts. Okay. I love you guys until our next episode. Bye.